Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading to you from the internet. Why? Well, why not? And today's what is going to be yet another in the most special of places from the internet. But this is going to be a little different because instead of reading something that's current, or at least recent, or not old, I'm going to be reading something very old. And this is a site that I, I thought I had forgotten about, and it came flooding back to me today in my brain memories. And that is a site that used to be called The Dick List. Now, The Dick List was part of a website called Disgruntled Housewife. And apparently, The Dick List that was part of the Disgruntled Housewife website was lost when the woman who was running it forgot to re-register the domain and it was picked up by a porn site. It has since apparently lapsed because there's just a, um, a space holder page there anyway. But she lost the entire archive of the dick list and it appears that in October 2008, the disgruntled housewife gave up doing her website and has just left it up as a record of her site, which she had been doing since 1996. So I was, I was remembering that the site was good, so I took a chance and I went to archive.org and used their Wayback Machine to search for the dick list, and I did find that it indeed had been archived rather well starting in 2001, which is probably when I discovered it killing time at one of the many jobs I have hated throughout my life. So anyway, what the dick list was was a place where women could go and log on and bitch about men and call them out for whatever they felt shitty treatment they had received from men or just how men in general are terrible. And being a man, I can vouch for the terribleness of men. I'm not pulling punches here. Guys are dicks. And so, there's a list about them. So anyway, let's get started by reading disgruntledhousewife.com's The Dick List. And we're going to start with the A's. These aren't attributed posts. They are uh, anonymous posts that, um, that just name the person's first name or nickname and where they are from. And the first one goes like this. AJ from Manteca, California. He left me after only two months of marriage and one year of being together just because I got pregnant. Or should I say we got pregnant? Anyway, that's all water under the bridge now. I have a wonderful two-year-old baby boy, and he's in Texas in prison for attempted murder. Like my profile says, what goes around comes around. Amir K., Houston, Texas. This motherfucker told me he'd come home from work and meet me at 5.30 p.m. in a parking lot. This was a blind date of sorts. I just happened to talk to him because he worked at a car dealer. And he was Pakistani. So anyway... I call his cell to confirm that he's coming, and he's like, wait, let's meet at 8. Good thing I didn't just go without calling, huh? Anyway, then I get into his car. It's six fucking years old, and he's like all excited about getting fog lights and $1,500 new rims, etc. So I figured the dude had lots of money. He had no plans for the evening. So I was like, well, um, do you want to get something to eat? And he was like, no, I already ate. Then he was like, so, do you want to go to the Dollar Theater? I was like, damn, cheap bastard. I declined, so he took me to the pawn shop instead. Didn't get me anything. Just took me there to look. Whatever. We go back to his car. He's cute, but he perpetually looks stoned. Again, I'm sympathetic, thinking he's probably had a bad day. Then all of a sudden, he kisses me and tells me to get in the back seat. I'm like, what the hey? 
I'm bored, so we make out. While we are kissing, some mucus comes in my mouth, and the idiot keeps kissing me, making me swallow his nasty-ass mucus. He wanted to go further, and I was like, shit, I just met the asshole, and he probably has some sort of disease. I told him to call me the next day, and he was like, "Uh uh-huh, like he wasn't really planning on it, and I thought, fucker, whatever. Next morning, I have this canker sore on my upper lip that won't go away. The motherfucker gave me some sort of herpes just from kissing. This is a true dick. He probably got it from sucking his dad's dick. Aaron, Tel Aviv, Israel. Aaron is the head of a prestigious book publishing firm here in Israel. He is a writer, a philosopher, an intellectual, wounded in the Yom Kippur War. He's blind and has a fake hand. He's also a bloody pervert who uses his disability to seduce women. I am a happily married children's book illustrator and I'm doing a book for his company. After coming to his office to sign a contract, he and I and the editor were happily chatting about some literature. The conversation was interesting, and as we were all leaving, he invited me to stay a bit, drink coffee, and finish the discussion. Who would dream this 56-year-old blind man would attack me the minute we were alone? Yuck, yuck, yuck. When I managed to pry myself out of his strong grip, he told me, Please don't run away. You're hysterical. He was also a vampire. (laughs) Damn straight. Aaron, you creep. You're lucky my husband didn't break you into 10,000 pieces like he wanted to. It took me two hours of hard scrubbing in the shower until I finally didn't feel your disgusting hands on my body. Pathetic. Just pathetic. Aaron C., Viking ACG, Spokane Cheney, Washington. My darling best friend met a guy on the internet who at first appearances seemed pretty normal and fun. I then decided it was my duty to see that these two hooked up. But then after talking to him, I developed a huge crush. My friend told me I could have dibs because they weren't going to go anywhere. So we decided to meet, we went out on a few dates, and he seemed really interested. All the while, he was running this internet operation thing my friends and I referred to as, quote-unquote, how many girls can I bag? I was not aware at the time and continued to date him. We had sex. Five minutes after we were finished, it was like I did not exist. And he didn't know what my problem was. He wanted me to sleep on the couch and other fun things like this. I still made the mistake of one last encounter where he proceeded to tell me about all the dates he had lined up for the next week. I was through, but I want any other girl out there who runs into Viking AGC on the net to steer clear. Aaron Dominic M. from Singapore. This jerk breaks my heart so much. He's taking me for his prize winnings. Now imagine this. You like someone so much. He knows it. You become friends with him. He dates you out. You feel so happy he's dating you. Then both of you get really close. You both are seen almost everywhere together. He gives you presents and sweet words, treat you so nicely and lovingly. He's the most romantic guy you ever met. It goes on and on and on. Until one day, all of a sudden, you find out he's been seeing someone else behind your back. It's true. Both of you hasn't said the word, but hey, you've been with him and he had you, and he doing such rubbish behind you. What the hell? And you ask him to tell the truth. He end up scolding and screaming atop of his lungs, saying, you don't trust him. Yeah, me trusted him, and he met another girl. And the worst thing, he's telling everyone that he had me, including my friends. And he felt so proud, because I'm well known to be one of the hardest women to please, which means I am not easy. And that really makes me feel so cheap now. Now tell me, isn't he a big idiotic bastard? (laughs) Uh, And if you haven't guessed, I'm just doing the A's right now. 
Aaron E., Lincoln, Nebraska. This dick got me drunk one night while I was staying with my brother. He tried to fuck me, and I was only 15, and he was 20. He still calls me, long distance, and asks if I want to do anything on the weekends when he comes back to Grand Island. He never calls when he is here, because his girlfriend, who he lives with, comes with him. I think he needs to leave me alone before Kelly and his friends kick his ass. Aaron S., South Florida. Dated this asshole for a year, until I had no feeling for him whatsoever in my heart. I weigh 115 pounds, yet he's always pinching my ass and calling me Big Booty Girl. Wouldn't let me ever meet his parents, too embarrassed. Never went out anywhere. He was too content to stay home watching Cops and Miami Vice. But when we did go out, it was always Dutch or at my expense. Once when I was sick and lying on the bathroom floor, he opened the door and cracked my head and proceeded to laugh his ass off. I'm hypoglycemic, and when I was passing out one night from low blood sugar, he made me crawl upstairs to the kitchen to get my own Coke because he couldn't be bothered. Yelled at me for touching the dashboard after he had just armor-alled it. I just stopped speaking to him. He still calls my house and hangs up every now and then. Last time I date a short man. Well, in the short man's defense. What are you doing touching his armor-alled dashboard? <sighs> Women. All right, and the next page of dicks. Adam, New York City. I had a quasi-relationship with this Mondo dick in college, which consummated itself one evening, when I, in my 18-year-old Holden Caulfield-esque way, believed I had met my platonic other half. We were of virtually the same mind on just about every topic. Scarily so. We bonded, in my view, deeply and forever. In his, in a New York minute. So, he suddenly and mysteriously materializes when I'm hitting the skids on a six-year relationship and professes platonic truths, and again I am smitten. Vulnerable, I submit to his silver-tongued bullshit, believing maybe he is really the one after all. Next thing I know, he's pumping me for professional contacts and then not returning my calls. The whole thing ends up with me graciously showing up to a performance of his, surprise, he's an actor, and his yelling at me in the public for no reason I can understand, and turning over a table at the bar where he had invited me out for drinks afterwards. Dick! The happy ending is that my boyfriend and I ended up getting back together and now we're getting married. Yay! Adam F. No city listed. He is deceitfully cute and sort of a hippie, so you would never guess. We were together for one and a half years, and he always made me feel bad for wanting to do anything that wasn't good for all humanity. At one point, he called off all sex because it was quote-unquote too indulgent. After taking a trip across country, by jumping freight trains, of course, he invited me to read his journal recounting the month-long trip, and he did not mention me once. Finally, he broke up with me. I started dating a wonderful, sex-loving man pretty quickly. Adam called me a few weeks after we broke to see how I was doing. Simper, simper, poor girl, I broke her heart, guess I'll call. And when I told him about my new boy, he flew into a very non-zen rage. He called me horrid things and accused me of cheating on him. Bastard. Beware. Just because a boy reads lots of Carlos Castaneda doesn't mean he doesn't want to hurt you badly. Adam K. Pewaukee, Wisconsin. First off, he thinks he's God's gift. You know the type. And the funny thing is that he has less reason to think so than any guy that I have ever met. I will admit, about a year ago, I liked this guy. But that's way in the past. I can't fully describe why he's a dick. There's some things you have to see. His leering smile. His stupid come-ons. But here goes. His fault is the way he treats people. Even his own friends. He talks about everyone possible just like a bitchy sorority girl. Plus, at parties, he'd hit on someone, 
his prey for the night, and literally sneakily molest them under the covers during a movie. <laughs> Once again, I have to admit, I've been there. But then, with all four or five cases, he acts like it's so important not to tell, and he brags about it to all his guy friends. Now he says he hates me and wants to kill me. My theory is because I'm in a great relationship and am no longer available for him to molest. Oh, another thing is he'll ask girls on the phone if they masturbate, etc. Even his own girlfriend. Not our idea of a Romeo. Adrian M. Due to the fact that he is the low life of all crud on this planet and that his meaningless and pathetic existence did nothing but torment me for one entire helpless and depressing year, I will now tell you a little story about my wonderful life and the shit stain he left on it. Because of the fact he was born a male-slash-pig, he thought he might as well live up to the standard of taking advantage of an ever-so-innocent, non-suspecting little girl and totally using her to the point where she blindly trusted him, and because of her stupidity, she ended up getting hurt and turned into an old hag at the tender age of 17. Thank God she woke up one day as she got smacked in the head by reality and realized she was a girl and opened up her own special little bitch personality that she finally realized is the only thing that gets you anywhere in life. So for every little chick out there who thinks that you should be nice to their man, I'd just like to repeat a little scenario I heard one of this pig's friends say. When asked about the girl he was seeing and whether or not she was his girlfriend, he confidently replied, Nah, man, she's my property. Yep. Assholes, I tell you. They're all assholes, and if you wanted me to list them all, all the fucking degrading things they have done to me, I'd need a hell of a lot more space than this computer could hold. Because let me tell you, at the age of 17, I've got raging stories coming out of my ass. That is... I so wish I could hear more of this person's stories, don't you? The raging... I mean, raging stories out of your ass. This 17-year-old has lived. Well... By now, she's a 27-year-old, so imagine the stories now. Her ass has got to be pretty fucked up. Anyway, on to more dicks. Alan E. L. from Cleveland, Ohio. After swearing for nearly two years that he loves me, he'll never leave me, that his life is incomplete without me, that I've always been the one for him, and he wants to spend the rest of his life with me, he lies to me and screws his cousin repeatedly. One day I asked him about his relationship with her, and he said they're friends. The next day I went to his apartment that he gave me keys to months earlier that I helped him furnish and decorate, and found love letters from her, tubes of lubricant in his living room, a pack of her cigarettes, an erotic photo of her, and a pillow with Wild About You embroidered on it hidden in his bedroom. I waited for two days to confront him with this, but he didn't come home. I finally left that dickhead a note, telling him that he's history, and the only thing I regretted about breaking up with him in writing is that I denied myself the pleasure and privilege of telling him to fuck off in person. Alan H., Hanover, Indiana. We were married for six years, and in that six years, he became one of the biggest dicks that walks on this earth. When we were dating, he seemed all right. After we were married, things changed drastically. He always drank beer now and again, which I didn't mind too much, but then it became quite a few beers, then whiskey. As time went on, it became a very bad habit that started at daybreak. By this time, we had a small child. Then one day, I found marijuana, and come to find he was taking money out of the bank to pay for his habits that I didn't know about. Next thing you know, checks are bouncing and we are flat broke. He quit his job and would lay around the house all day, high and drunk. Then came the bad fighting. 
which led to very bad mental and physical abuse. I filed for divorce. He broke into my house one night and beat me extremely bad. I had three ruptured vertebrae in my neck, dislocated jaw, and three broken ribs. He spent one night in jail, paid a $130 fine, and walked away a free man. Meanwhile, I sat in terrible pain and agony, not able to work to support my child for months, worrying about how she will eat and stay warm. Today, he is thousands of dollars behind in child support, doesn't see her for holidays, birthdays, nothing, but yet refuses to let my new husband of four years adopt her and give her his name, which he fully deserves the right to. He is wonderful with her and a great man. Alan still wants to try to make all of our lives miserable simply because he has chosen to make his life miserable with drugs, alcohol, and being alone all the time. And finally, we're going to keep this one nice and short. We'll read the story of Alex Wolfman R. from Gainesville, Florida. From the time I was seen with this boy, people told me he was scandalous. They weren't kidding. He has lied to me about everything from his major to his relationship status. It all started during spring semester exam week. I struck up a conversation with him at a popular Gainesville hangout. He asked me if I could take him downtown to the bars, and I gladly accepted the offer. Why not? He was funny, good-looking, and seemed like such a nice guy. He asked me if he could take me to one of the downtown bars, and I gladly accepted his offer. Alex couldn't get me into any of the bars he thought he could, so he offered to take me back to his place for some wine. Needless to say, we polished off that bottle of wine, and the next morning I went on a scavenger hunt around his house to find my clothes. I also went looking for pictures that I had seen in his room, but was too drunk to focus my eyes on the night before. Strangely, all of his pictures were gone. Odd as this was, I didn't give it too much thought and we continued to hook up after this event. Until a little more than a month later, when I found out a really big secret he had been keeping from me, whose name was W. This poor girl had been dating him for five months, and the only reason I found out was because some random person made a comment what an asshole he was for hitting on yet another girl when he had a girlfriend. Girlfriend? A friend of mine thought how very interesting, and she promptly reported that discovery to me. I was so shocked, I couldn't breathe. But then I remembered the pictures that he hid. His weirdness was all beginning to make sense. To top it off, after lying to my friends and I about being single, Alex is pissed off at me because his girlfriend found out. He still doesn't have the balls to face me. All right. Well, apologies. Please forgive me for that terrible accent. I was possessed by the spirit of Gainesville, Florida to do a retarded, terrible southern accent. And it it most likely will never happen again. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this trip back in time to the simpler times. Pre-9-11 internet space known as the dick list. I want to thank archive.org for doing such a great job of hoarding everyone's material. Not every site is perfectly preserved, but uh, just enough of the dick list was preserved to make it a fun read. So thanks, archive.org. Thanks again for listening. This is Lou Reads. I hope you enjoyed hearing about all the dicks. And if you want to read more, I mean, there's literally hundreds of posts here by angry women you can go to archive.org and just search thedicklist.com and you'll see lots of great posts by angry ladies i want to thank everyone for listening and also for the people who've been emailing me with all the praise and kind words and and forum suggestions i am definitely going to try to make it to check those out and see if we can find some more internet comedy gold to share with you and if you have a website that you want to share with me just email me at Reads at gmail.com and I will get that email and read it and reply. And with that, I bid you a fond adieu 
And I will see you on the other side of the next Lou Reads podcast, which hopefully will come very soon. Thanks again for listening. My name's Lou. This is Lou Reads, the internet for you. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.